Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals His way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Marta, welcome back to Red Hot Mindset. I am so glad to have you with us today. I'm so glad to be back. Thank you. Awesome. I have really enjoyed these episodes with you where you get to spitfire some tips and hacks when it comes to imperfect life balance. That is what Marta does. She is a blogger. Um, You'll find her at imperfectlifebalance.com and gives us moms, working moms, hacks for how we can create that balance in our lives. So today we are talking about house management and I'm excited for this one because I haven't quite figured this out yet. Um, I think it's funny because uh, I used to work full-time outside of the house. I was in restaurant management. So I was out of the house like 60 plus hours a week. My kids were with my, my parents or with Josh or wherever they were. And um, so we'd come home and the house was clean. I never had to manage my house and we really didn't do I didn't cook because I was never home. So we just, I don't know how we survived, but we did, but it was like, I didn't have to manage a house because we just didn't live in it. And now I still work. I'm still a working mom, but I work at home. I homeschool the kids. We are home a lot. And so now my house is just always messy and I feel like I can never keep up. So I think this is an awesome topic for us today because I know somebody else out there can relate to me. You might even have related to me at one point, but I'd love to hear how, um, what this process was like for you as you were figuring out the house management and what worked for your family. Um, sure. I feel like house management is one of those things that it's like, it's like never ending. Like you're going to clean up, I don't know, your kitchen and the next day it's going to be dirty again. It's like, what's the point? Like I keep cleaning and it's keep getting dirty. So it's, it's very hard to sometimes get motivated to do it because it's like, you know, it's not going to last probably for longer than 30 minutes if you have small kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, when I had my second child, like, you know, the more kids you have, the more, you know, it seems like the house is getting dirtier. Like it's, there's just so many things to handle. And I just have learned along the way, like some tips, like I kind of look back, you know, how my mom used to do things. Um, she was a stay-at-home mom and how how I can kind of implement things into my own house to just make it run smoother. So I'm not constantly like stressing over it and feeling overwhelmed because this this part of the house is a mess and I cannot, you know, I can, I'm trying to cook dinner and nothing is on a table because I don't have anything in the fridge because I forgot to go. I mean, it's just, so it, it's it, the tips I'm giving you is, is kind of, you know, to help you feel less stressed out and less overwhelmed and just trying to, to manage the house the way that, that you want to manage, because that's another thing. Like everybody has different styles. So not everybody in some people need more structure. Some people need, need to be more flexible. So, but just figuring out what works for you, that's going to be um, your biggest takeaway from, from today. I love it. I love that too. It's the same. It's whatever works for you because it is important to be able to keep it up too and to be able to 
keep doing what you're doing and and almost enjoy it. I think we should enjoy the house management side for the most part, because I really (laughs) never, I'm going to enjoy cleaning a toilet, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Do it with my face. Um, But so what do you think that if we could figure out this house management piece, what do you think we have to gain when it comes to life balance? I think one, you're gaining time because you're, if you have different, different things in place in your house, if you have that figured out, it's you, you, you're saving yourself a lot of time. You're simplifying things. And it takes a lot of that stress away that you can, you can use your time for so many better things than, like you said, cleaning the toilets. Like <laughs> it has to be done, but if you do it, if you organize it in a way that works for you, that fits your schedule, you're not going to feel that, that overwhelmed and you're going to be able to use your time for things that you actually enjoy doing. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So are you guys ready to dive in? Because I am. I am excited to hear these tips today. Um, I think that I'm going to learn something today that I can use in my own household. That's what I love about these Thursday tidbits is that I actually do them for me. (laughs) I mean, I do it for you all too, but I do because I want to learn and I want to grow and I want to simplify my life. And I feel like uh, figuring out these house management and time management and all the things, I think it'll help simplify my life. Uh, it might take a while to get used to it and to get into the habit. But once you do, then it kind of becomes like riding a bike. You just don't forget. So we need to create first as we work on management for our house. So the first thing I would suggest is creating routines. And that's how I started when I tried to simplify my life, when I tried to manage my house better. I started with routines, morning routine, evening routine, and cleaning routine. Those are the three main ones. Um, a lot of working moms are working outside of the home or even in the house. Like mornings and evenings are probably the most hectic in your house because in the morning, your kids just wake up. They're usually, mine at least are very grumpy in the morning because they don't want to get up. <laughs> in the evening, you're trying to get them, you know, to, to take a bath or a shower and try to feed them dinner and try to get them to, I mean, it's, it's just those two times are usually hectic. And if you have to get out of the house, if you are a working mom who works outside of the home, I mean, it's just adds another level of stress. So figuring out the routines. And I feel a lot of people get turned off when they hear routine because they think it's like a, you know, very rigid, like from 7 to 7.15, you have to brush your teeth and, you know, things like that. And it, it's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more like an order of things. And I have learned that when you have kids, it's, it's such a lifesaver because, I mean, they from probably the time when she, my daughter was one and a half, that's when I really started to get like serious with the routines. And they just know, they know that they have to eat first and they have to brush their teeth and they have to get dressed. And that's the order. So I don't even have to like nag them. They just know it became such a habit for them. And it makes things easier for me because I don't have to remind them, hey, did you do this? Did you do that? It's the same every morning. I'm not standing there with the clock or the watch and telling them, well, you have to hurry up because it's, you know, 7.15. But learning those routines for a family, such a huge, like, time saver. And then you also don't have to think about it. That's a huge thing for you, too. Like, you don't have that, that clutter in your head again that you have to think about what to do next. It's all a flow. So if you don't have a morning or evening routine, think about, you know, what do you need to do during those times? to make it easier. And the first one I suggest starting with is the evening, not the morning, but the evening, because when you set up for the day in the evening, you're gonna have a much easier time in the morning. Um, And the third I talked about is the cleaning routine. 
And that is the one that's a very individual thing. Um, you can either clean a little bit every day. You can clean, you know, a few hours in a, in a row on a Saturday, whatever your preferences, figure out what's going to work for you. The reason why I think it's going to save you a lot of time and sanity is because one, if you do it on a regular basis, it's not going to get that dirty. <laughs> You're not going to come to a house and just don't, you know, there's no passageway to the, to the kitchen because it's all overwhelmed by toys. So if you have a routine that's just going to, on a regular basis, you know what you clean, it becomes such a habit that, again, you don't have to think about it. Just, you know, for me, sometimes I do it every day. Sometimes I do it on Saturday because my weeks are different. So I, you know, I don't feel constrained by anything, but I know I have those two options that work for me. So if I haven't done anything Monday through Friday, I know I'm going to wake up on Saturday and without thinking, I'm going to start cleaning because that's, that's just part of the day. So develop those routines that work for you and your family, however that, that may be. Okay. Yes. Routines. I think that is so important. And um, so I kind of have a morning routine down for myself. And then we have one as a family too. But I think it's interesting that you say start with the evening routine. So I want to talk about this just for a second. And I'm going to throw you on the spot if you don't mind. <laughs> I would love to kind yeah. of, I want to hear an example. So could you give us just an example of what your evening routine looks like? I know you have four people in your household. You have two young kids. Um, so what does that look like for you? Sure. So I kind of, and I'm going to present it to you in a way so you can kind of also start thinking how to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. I go, I kind of do a backwards planning. So I know I, myself, I want to be in bed by nine. Like that's my absolute latest. So I kind of book, book worked backwards. Like, okay, that means 8.30, I need to go upstairs because I need to read a book to my daughter because she goes to sleep at the same time as I do. Um, so, you know, when you're working to that kind of go, go, go backwards and plan it out so you, you can start it at a reasonable hour. Now, our evening routine might not look exactly the same each evening, simply because, you know, kids have different activities, you might come home at a different time, but it's always, you know, we, we do eat dinner, we do take baths, we clean up, I clean up the kitchen, they clean up the toys, like this, this is just how it works. My husband cleans the dishes, and then I clean the kitchen after he's done with the dishes, because I'm, I'm the one who cooks, so he's the one who's washing the dishes. I like um, it. So those, so I have like few items that I always make sure that I done. For me, kitchen, it has to be clean. I absolutely hate waking up and coming downstairs and seeing like a sink full of dishes. It just drives me like it. I know I'm not going to have a good day <laughs> if I come to that. So unless I am like absolutely exhausted, it's that's what, what needs to be done. Um, obviously, kids need to go take a bath or a shower. Um, so now we have, to, I mean, it's like little things like they know right now when I tell them, you know, it's time to go take a bath. They know you have to go upstairs, get their pajamas, get their socks, whatever they, they're sleeping in. They have to put it on a couch and it's like, and they just kind of know, know that routine that that's what they have to do. And afterwards, they, you know, they can, they can do whatever they want. If they want to play, they can play. I just kind of remind them, you know, if it's like half an hour before we have to go to sleep, you know, it's time to clean up because I have learned that the cleanup part still takes them absolutely forever. Mm -hmm. um, so it might not be the same for your kids. Your kids might be like, I'm done, like five minutes, I'm done. Mine are just going to play and get distracted and I have to <laughs> keep reminding them. So just figure out those little things, like what absolutely has to be done. Um, one of the things I we also do is we always pick out clothes for the next day, like everybody, except my husband. For him, I don't, I don't mind whatever, <laughs> how he gets dressed, but since I am the one waking up with the kids, they already know what to, what to put on. Because like my daughter, she's four, but God bless her heart. Like she's so picky about her clothes. It's like, it takes like 10 minutes. And it's like, well, I'm not sure. Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be hot? Is it? So if I would wait for the morning, 
I would never leave. We would never leave the house because then she's grumpy and she's moody. And it's like, set it up the day before, save yourself a lot of time in the morning. So anything that's causing you stress in the morning, see what you can do in the evening. So you don't have to deal with it in the morning. So it's already done. Um, so I don't know if that kind of went, went the way that you wanted, but that's kind of how it's, it's nothing, it's nothing um, complicated, but it's just addressing those problems areas. So you're not rushing in the morning where you yourself are trying to wake up as well. I love that. I love that you're teaching your kids the routines too, and they're becoming habits for them because I think this is a life skill uh, that is super important to ingrain in them, not just to have a checklist for them to check off, but to really understand how to do these things for themselves. And yes, in the beginning, maybe it does start as a checklist, um, but eventually, again, it's kind of like riding a bike. It's you just, once you figure it out, you just know it for life. And uh, so I think that's really, really cool that you incorporate them also into the evening routine. I do, I, I'm one who, I put my workout clothes out in the evening and my clothes for the day. So I, when I get up, I know I can just throw on those workout clothes and everything. But I think thinking about that for the kids too, to create a less stressful morning for them is such a good idea. So now we've created some routines. Uh, what are we gonna do next? So the next level up from the routines is establishing some systems. That's what I like to call them because routines is something you basically do every day. Like you, every day you have morning, every day you have evening and every day you have to clean something. Like it doesn't have to be you know, the entire house but even if it's like you know, washing the dishes or sweeping the floor. Um, systems are more like something that you probably do more or less on a weekly basis. So things like grocery shopping, things like um, planning out your meals, think, things of that nature, laundry. I mean, you, you know, some people like to do laundry every day. I don't, I hate <laughs> folding. So I'm trying to like, nope, <laughs> I don't mind doing laundry, but then folding is a different, <laughs> or actually not even folding, I'll fold them, but I never put them away. So it's like, when I start <laughs> the I'm like, oh, I kind of need my basket and it's kind of cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, so establishing the routine that works for you. So like with laundry, I establish like it's for me, it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. Like those are my days. And it's like with a lot of those things, it's eliminating the decision-making because that's a lot of like stress for us. At least for me, it is. Thinking about what, what should I do next? Should I do this? Should I do that? If you establish those routines and you have those systems in place, they become such a habit you don't really have to decide anything like it's just you already decided a long time ago and you just kind of go into the motions and it gets done like you, you really don't think about it um same thing with like meal planning um and that's with a lot of flexibility comes in as well like you don't have to be very strict with that like for me it's like i'll pick five or six meals for the week but just because i put them on a monday doesn't mean i cannot switch it around and because i don't might not feel like doing what i assigned for monday i'll just switch it around and use friday's meal but I have a baseline. I have things to choose from. So that's, you know, some people try with, that's what I put on Monday. That's what I want to do on Monday. And that's fine. Just kind of figure out what's going to work for you. Same thing with grocery shopping. Same thing with anything that you kind of do on regular basis. Have a system and it's going to make your life much, much easier. Mm, I love it. I love it. And I like how you broke down what the difference is between a routine and a system because a system isn't something that's going to be an everyday thing. Um, and I think about meal planning because I never was a planner. I didn't like to meal plan, but now because our schedule allows, we actually have family meals every night, which is really different than normal because we were usually touting kids to gymnastics at that time. <laughs> we were there all night, so we didn't really do formal dinner. Um, so it's helped me to like 
plan out the meals and figure out what groceries we need and things. Because again, we're living in our house way more than we used to be. So we're eating at home way more than we used to be too. Instead of having a bar, we can actually have a meal. And, um, and I love that you said that. I think it's important. We plan, but it, we have to be flexible. We've talked about this already in uh, past episodes, but it's the flexibility of it because I've done that with my, um, my meals too is like, oh, we have so many leftovers. Today's a leftover day because I don't feel like cooking. We're just going to push all these down a day or whatever. <laughs> and being okay with that and not not being so rigid that you, you know, get stressed out because it's not going the way that you really planned right. initially. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So we're creating systems and I'm excited for our last tip. What is What do you got for us, Marta? So the last one is something I still struggle with myself, and that's to delegate. <laughs> um, whatever in delegation, it can mean um, different things to different people. If you absolutely hate doing housework or hate grocery shopping, find a way to delegate that task. Um, either have your family involved. If it's something like grocery shopping, if you absolutely hate going through it, try having the groceries delivered to you if you have it in your budget. If you absolutely hate cleaning, maybe you need to hire someone to come and clean your house once a month. I mean, there, it's you know, just because you know, it's, it's your responsibility as a mom or as a dad doesn't mean that you cannot delegate it somewhere outside of the house if you have the means for it. Why not? Um, for me, the struggle is delegating to my family members. And it's not that they're not capable of doing things. It's because I have this, it's, you know, even though what I do is in perfect life balance, I have this thing like, well, I like cer certain things certain way. Like when it comes to like, you know, cleaning, like I really liked it clean. <laughs> and if I delegate it to my eight-year-old, he's going to do it, but he's not going to do it up to the way that I would like it to be done. And it took a while to kind of accept that and be like, you know what, done is better than, than perfect. Like it's, it's, I, I just, you know, if you need help, like, <laughs> plus it's teaching your kids, you know, life skills, like it's, but delegate, divide the chores if you need to, um, you have your, your husband, your, your kids, plan accordingly, divide it out. Um, and um, like, and I don't know if that's the case for everybody. Like with my husband, he's willing to help. It's just, you know, I feel like a lot of men are like, if you don't ask them, it's, it's like, they don't think about it. <laughs> like it's and because I was so used to doing things. He just assumed that this is what I you know what I mean. Like, it's just, it's not on his plate. So he's not like offering that. And it's a, sometimes just a simple asking like, Hey, can you help me with that? And they are more than willing to. It's just sometimes men require just that simple act of asking. That we're just, you know, different. <laughs> I always think, well, what can I do to make his life easier? And he's just, he just, we just need to communicate better. So any, any delegation, like, you know, right now his responsibilities is upstairs and washing the dishes, like, and it takes a lot of me. If the dish, if the dishes are not done at the by a certain time, like I get like antsy, like, well, I would like the dishes to be cleaned and <laughs> it's, I'm itching to wash them myself, but I have to like kind of step back. It's like, he'll do it. And I know he'll do it just on his own time. And I have to kind of, you know, get, get used to that. So delegation, it's, you know, for me, it's still work, work in progress. Like I'm still working on like what chores my kids need to do because they are definitely old enough. I can definitely add to it. But it's, I know it's something that a lot of moms are struggling with because we know if, you know, if we do it, it's going to be done faster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that you gave us two tips in one. <laughs> actually, a few, <laughs> but when it comes to delegation, I actually have learned the art of delegation. I'm really good at delegating and it came from my many years of working too much and having too many roles and things on my plate because I had to. It's just the, in order to survive, that's what I had to do. 
but I still struggle delegating. And I think you hit on a really good point when it comes to delegating, even to our husbands, um, is that they need to be asked, like they're happy to help us. Um, and my husband and I struggle with that because he's a little bit more passive than I am. And I'm kind of aggressive. Like I want it done and I want it done now. And I want it done my way, you know, kind of thing. And we have to be okay with it being, if we ask someone else to do it, we have to be okay with them doing it their way. And that's one reason why I put the dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> I will not delegate that, right? Because I want it done. I need it efficient. I need as many dishes in there as possible. And um, so my boys put them away, but I won't let anyone put them in. And if they do, I move them. <laughs> I know someone else is out there like me. <laughs> yes. And like you, I don't like folding either I'm, I'm, when it comes to laundry, but but I think that delegating, especially to our kids, is really important. Even at a young age, they can do something. Or maybe that's when we bring them along with us and we can kind of show them how we do it so that eventually they can take it over. And for us, what I've found has worked for me is, um, so my youngest, I'm going to start working. He's six. So we're going to start working him into doing stuff. He can pick up after himself now. Thank goodness. Of course, he doesn't like to. He likes others doing it for him because he's probably an acts of service kind of guy. But, um, but my other boys, they do one chore a day and, you know, they either, they vacuum or they, and, and they put away dishes whenever they're clean and they do their own laundry. They fold their own laundry. Yes. When you get kids that age, it is a lifesaver and you are like, woo, freedom. But, but you know what? They, they don't feel like they're doing a lot. It takes them less than 10 minutes, but it helps me out so much, you know, and maybe yep. it's not deep cleaned the way I would want to. But I'm granted, I'm not a good deep cleaner either. <laughs> so, um, but they're learning how to be helpful. Right. Yeah. And I think as they age, we get to help and give them more responsibility. So I think this was, this is great. I, this is awesome. Now, I want, I think about these, these people who are like me, who like to fly off the seat of their pants, <laughs> like the sanguine personality, if you know of different personalities, like we are the life of the party. And we just love all things social. And the other thing that we do, like I, I think I had mentioned this once is we like to make lists, but we lose them <laughs> and, or we'll lose our car keys or our sunglasses and all these. So routines and systems are probably really, really good for us, but they're definitely not in our wheelhouse and they're not something that we're natural at. Um, what would you how would you, what kind of advice would you give to a mom like me? <laughs> you know, I would probably just think about, okay, what are, start with like, what are the three things I want to do in the evening or the three things I want to, you know, are going to make my life easier in the morning and just start like that and see how, if you do those things, how that's going to make it so much easier. And I think it's just with any habit, like it's just once you can start doing that and see how much easier it is for you you're not going to have a problem with like keeping up with it. It's just that change, like that initial shock is like, oh, I don't really want to do it. I, you know, I like to be, like you're saying, be so flexible and do what I want. But just, even if it's one thing, if you want to start with one, like, you know, every, every evening I will make sure that the dishwasher is full and loaded and ready to go and, and see how, start, start small and just build up on it as whatever you feel comfortable for you. It might be just three things and that's going to make you happy and go for it. Mm, I love that. I think that's a great way to segue as we finish today, because 
I think it's important for us. It's almost like creating a tiny habit. Like we just start somewhere, start with one thing and then you can keep adding to it because once it's natural, then you can just add something that's not natural and get to the point of that. And you know, something else that as we're talking about cleaning, because we talked about cleaning systems and cleaning routines and things. And I remember, I don't even know where I heard this or learned this, but one thing I remember hearing is um, what's going to create the peace in your house. Like what rooms do you really want clean? And what rooms do you really need that? And for me, it's my living room and kitchen because that's where we live. And so I try to just have that all picked up at night. Um, And then that makes me feel at peace in the morning. And so maybe that's, I mean, I I just close the boys' doors. Sometimes I make them clean it, but I close the boys' doors because it doesn't matter to me as much as the living space. Yeah, and and I'm the same way. I like certain, and there's also like in, in your house, usually what I like to start with when people are like so overwhelmed but how you know the messy house is we all have what i call them like a dumping grounds in our house like for me it's like the kitchen island like i don't know it's like a magnet like you just put things there like anytime you don't want to deal with it it just goes there so like uh, right now i'm in the process of getting um buying like a bin so i can i can just kind of shift that from the top of the island to the bin because the bin if i'm really busy i can just put it away somewhere else but it's just yeah because to me it's the same rooms like the living room and the kitchen and it's like the center of the house and if that is clean then I am at peace like not everything needs to be deep clean but when you look at it it's free of clutter and that that's kind of my my mission for the day at the end of the day I want that to be clear of clutter Ooh, I like it I love that idea get a bin if you need one (laughs) if you're like me Um, so this was great so our first tip in household management was creating routines. And so I encourage you, if you don't have a routine or at least an evening routine, Marta said the one of the most important is to create that evening routine, start there. Think of a couple of things that you can do to make your life easier in the morning. The second thing is creating systems, things that you're not gonna do every day, but things that need to get done. And then the third thing, super important, delegate. Whatever you don't have to do, you can give to. Or don't want to. <laughs> or don't want to, yes. Yes, we can build off of our kids and, and husband's strengths, right? If they're really good at something, let's let them do it. <laughs> so I, I love this. And I know that you all probably resonated with this and found something in it. So if you want more of these kinds of tips, you need to go check out imperfectlifebalance.com. Um, she has a YouTube, uh, Marta has a YouTube channel called Imperfect Life Balance, where she walks you through all these different ways to create routines and systems. So I encourage you to go check it out. Uh, Marta, this was really, really fun. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. 
Bye, winner.